Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Hey, 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 why though listeners, we are so glad to be back with you, and this week, we're going to go a little lighter, and we're going to talk about the queen on the other side of the pond. <laughs> not our queen, not Beyonce. We're going to talk about the queen <laughs> in Britain. We're going to talk about Meghan Markle. Oh. Because she's, she's. I mean, <laughs> did you ever see that gif that said, um, hey, she's not a princess, she's a duchess. And it was just this person through a megaphone. She a princess. She a princess. She a princess. Did you ever see that one? <laughs> no. Oh, it was my fate. Uh, she is not. Are, were you the person? Highness. Did they draw you in? Because I think was, you're the person. It was me who was down in the megaphone. Well, I don't know if it was me because that girl was wearing shorts, booty shorts, and that was not me. But I really appreciate your her. vibe. Yeah, I appreciated her enthusiasm for yes. Meghan Markle. I was there for it. Oh, well, <laughs> listeners, today we are going to talk about Meghan Markle, and here's why. Her baby is either just had and she's not telling anyone or it's about to be had. So <laughs> we need to talk about all things Meghan Markle. And of course, we're going to get a little philosophical on this because we can't help ourselves. And you know the podcast you are listening to right now. Yes, welcome. So, um, <laughs> Ashley, tell me, what was... What was your favorite part of the wedding? Well, I have to admit that one of my favorite parts of the wedding was the dress. And on top of the dress, um, I learned something that I want to share with you listeners. Because in case you are um, not fashionistas like me, you need to know this story. So we gathered several girls in one of um, our friend's apartments downtown. We were overlooking the Hudson River. It was incredibly beautiful. On the big TV was the wedding. We were all so very excited. Were you in jammies? I need to, I need oh, you to no, set the no. stage. Did jammies you food? to the wedding? I don't, well, I don't yeah, understand what just 5 happened. Yeah, it was 5 a.m. It was like 5 a.m., wasn't it? Not here. No. I mean, it was early. But not that early. Girl, it was like five. No, it wasn't. For you, West Coast. I'm East Coast. It was great. It was like seven in the morning. Yeah, we were all there. So you wore real clothes. That's what I wore. Yes, we wore real clothes to honor the royal wedding. We had tea, like beautiful British tea. And I know if you've been with us for a while, you know that's a huge jump for me because I don't do tea. But I did it. And little sandwiches and sweets. It was very lovely. And so we're all sitting watching the wedding. And then we see her in her dress. And we're like, oh my gosh, this dress. And so then we're like, who made the dress? Who made the dress? And so I Google it and I'm like, I've got it. Gavinci. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> and we happen to have a beautiful friend who has been in the fashion in- industry for more than 20 years. And she just looks at me and goes, Givenchy? Givenchy? She said one of those. I don't remember which one. <laughs> Givenchy, right? Givenchy. First, I think you had it right the first yes. time. Yes. And I was like, oh, man, why did you guys invite me? Because I shop at Target <laughs> and I don't know anything about Givenchy. <laughs> it was beautiful, but her oh, wedding dress was that. And, of course, the bishop. bishop. Oh, right. Oh, uh, Bishop Curry. Who doesn't love him? Uh, so, are yeah. we going to even talk about the choir? Because the choir. Stop. Seriously, it was out of this world. It made me yeah. want to get married all over again. Not. <laughs> I did not feel the same. <laughs> I didn't. You know what the feeling I had when she was um, when she was walking down the aisle was like, girl, you can turn back. You don't have to do this if you don't want to. 
Wait, this feels like a lot of pressure. This feels like a lot of pressure. You don't have to do this. You can go live your life and do yoga and eat avocados and put coconut oil in your hair in California. I don't know if they're going to respect that here. It's true. And there were so many pressure elements, right? Like everything (sighs) from the fact that it's televised to the fact that it's like happening under the queen to the fact that, Mm -hmm. you know, she's half black to the fact that, you know, they they were integrating all these beautiful elements from African-American culture. Also, she's American. It was like, you're right. Yeah. And and a divorcee. And she didn't have family there besides right. her mom besides it her was mama. just yeah. i'm like everybody let her live her life it's her Seriously. wedding stop stop I know. okay You're did right. you listen to the any of the commentary by molly shannon and will ferrell no they Where have fun said commentary oh you know the youtube machine i'm yeah. sure you can find it but <laughs> they had their own commentary i mean several you know several stations and networks had their commentary but that was by far my favorite that's so amazing good. we have to put it in the show notes so you guys oh, can have some more they had a, yeah they had a play-by-play and it was just you know they were just ad-libbing to it whatever came to mind just sounded good they said it and they talked with british accents i was oh my gosh yeah how perfect in fact i watched it through on whatever you know bbc or whatever we logged onto on our phones cuddled in bed that morning that we were oh. watching and then later you know me i rewatched it several times from beginning to end on different networks so i could hear different commentary because mm. that's who i am ashley i know you love megan oh my gosh i love her also, so much suits i'm a yeah, passionate suits go. watcher Let's my husband and i we watched every single season so that's how i first that's where I was when I first experienced Meghan Markle. Where were you when you first experienced Same. her? I was, we are <laughs> avid Suits viewers. We yes. love Suits. We've been there almost from the beginning. So it was exciting mm-hmm. to um, be like, no, what? Rachel Zane? No. Right. Don't, don't go. I'm like, you have to live your life. You're a real person. You have to live your life. You're a real person. <laughs> but please come back. But you have dreams and ambitions. I respect that. <laughs> You're your own woman. I respect that. <laughs> You know what the biggest change for me was? You know, <laughs> I was like, mm, when she started partner hair down the middle, that's when I knew she meant business. I'm like, no more side part. Okay. Okay. Yes, We're going to part it down the middle. Mm-hmm. We're going to walk the straight and narrow. That was a, that was a big day for me. Mm-hmm. That was a big day. She started wearing more pencil skirts offline, not just on suits. Right. And then you knew like, You know oh, what though? You happening. know when they started dating, Classic her dressing. whole wardrobe was like, Nothing above the knee after that. Right. You know? You have to go very classic. Because she was, she was a celebrity before that. She was wearing a celebrity totally. wear, you know, all showy, woey, woey. And now at award shows and stuff like that and out and about. And now, and, and legs for days. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I watched a, I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel, the outfit she was wearing. I was like, well, nope, nope. That's not what Princess is wearing now. Nope. You're going to you, you're gonna have to let that go. You're going to put that on Poshmark. <laughs> Somebody's going to pick that up. Somebody's going to pick that up. <laughs> Yeah, which is crazy that we still live in a world where um, dress codes are enforced for women. You know, not saying there should have be you been some to type of standard. Yes, no, there's a dress code, all right. right. Yes. So t- talk more about that. <clears throat> I would love to, actually. It'd be my greatest honor in my whole life. <laughs> if you haven't figured us out yet, we love the Brits, especially we, Tiffany. We love the Brits? <laughs> we? You're going to say that? We do, yes. Okay. We love okay. the Brits. <laughs> We do. And also, we understand and acknowledge and look at our stats. We know that we have a lot of British listeners. So thank you for joining us on this lovely episode of <laughs> of <clears throat> Why Though. And I just have to say this. When I lived there, I lived with a family. I lived in London for a year and then um, commuted for a year because I was dating somebody who was English. And then the last year, I lived around Manchester. So on and off for about a for a total of three years. And the family I lived with when I first moved there in my early 20s, 
they just had such a reverence for the queen. And I, I believe I've shared this on why though. And if I haven't, I want to just give a moment to talk about um, the credibility of the royal family and how powerful it is to have mm. that. And I would often ask, like, why do you need them? Why do you have a royal family? Like, that's just so much tax money. And why, why is this still such a big deal here? Like, in the Western world, it seems so weird that you have a monarchy. I said, what? I mean, we have the Kardashians. Isn't that enough? Like, why can't you just wow. find, you know? Because <laughs> they're such a celebrity. <laughs> why can't you just find a celebrity to adore and fawn over? And they were like, because she rules over us and because she cares for us and because she mm. loves us. And... It was, and obviously, this is pre the crown, by the way. This is like 2005, 2006. Right. And just watching those Christmas Day um, messages that she would give every Christmas Day in the afternoon on Jesus and who he was and what he did, it blew me away. I have such reverence and honor for the queen. She is true. And if, if memory serves me right, the longest reigning monarch, because she was crowned when she was so young in her teen Man. years. Um, not teen, maybe early 20s, right? Um, and, uh, to just see the way she loves her people and the way she ruled, it just was really beautiful, really beautiful. And just the honor. I mean, obviously there's, you know, Britons that don't, um, believe that a monarchy is necessary or needed in this day and age, but there are so many who just revere the, the British royal family. And it's just, it's just beautiful. I just fell in love while I was there because I came as a skeptic and I left as a raving fan. Mm, I love there you that. Go. We should, you know what? I'm going to even link to one of my favorite um, Christmas Day. Um, I'm going to call them sermons because she straight preaches in those. Um, they're so moving as she talks about um, the death and resurrection and birth of Jesus. She just fits it all in there. Wow. <laughs> Each time of who Jesus is to her every Christmas. And it's just, it's so moving. So moving. And you know what? If you have not watched the episode um, on the crown is it season one or season two, Ashley, where she, you don't remember anything. You know, I don't remember any sorry. details related to television. But, I'm so but sorry, guys. It's they like have a, a Billy a Graham episode and she, she <laughs> is able to talk about her faith and some of the questions she has with him and, and rumor has it they were lifelong friends. So hmm. anyway, anyway. Okay. What was the question? <laughs> you know what? I already forgot the question to be honest. Sorry. I had to go on my, I know oh, you did. You let us know oh. exactly how you felt. About oh, I just the, love it so much. And queen. if you can disagree with me, listeners but shoot i'm all for it yes but then you take all that pomp and circumstance you take all that um duty and reverence and honor and responsibility and order and tradition and you put a california sunshine girl into it that is megan markle mm -hmm. and america got their princess it was just the perfect thing and it was it's just been interesting to watch how people just aren't on board. And I think a lot of unconscious bias plays into that because she's mixed race, um, because she's a divorced woman marrying into the royal family. And the last time that happened, um, it didn't go so well. But she's her own woman and she has such passion. And I remember when they first were engaged, I read an article um, that said they're so excited to change the world together. Hmm. They're so excited to spend their life on reaching people. And it was just so moving because she, you know, obviously she was an actress. And do you, did you know she was also an ambassador for World Vision? Did you know I that? did know that. Yes. Yes. So yes. cool. And um, had a lot of other philanthropic endeavors. And it was just so beautiful to see her using her platform for good and justice. And she hasn't stopped, you know, the way she, they are choosing different um, 
issues to focus on mental health and women's rights and girls rights it's just been so so exciting to watch from across the pond um as she has made a home for herself there but she's getting some shade ashley yeah she is she really and i think is. like having lived in california for 15 years i think about all the things you just described about the queen and all the things that you know um like tradition and all these elements and pomp and circumstance and the way you dress and i think about california is very like we have one standard of dress and it's called casual and <laughs> you know wherever you are casual is casual right like jeans and a nice shirt is good or unless you're going to some award ceremony and then there'll be a nice dress <laughs> you know so i can't even imagine trying to reorient life around that um, and reorient everything you do around that so yeah I, I can't even imagine what it must have felt like i do appreciate that she married harry though because he really does seem to give off the like i really don't care what you think vibe and he seems to be even in, though he's in the middle of all this seems to have held on to himself really well and not be swayed by news or media he just seems to hold true to who he is regardless of where he's at and so i think if she was going to marry into the family this was the right choice for her I agree. I totally get that vibe that mm -hmm. he's got his head on right and he knows what he wants and he's excited to share his life with her. I think it's a really beautiful thing. Okay, I have to tell you one more story and then we got to start talking about fashion. Um, get ready, people, because it's so good. Um, I, I was watching an interview. I believe she was at Create Cultivate Conference. Again, this is when she was just starting to date Harry. And in this interview, because you know me, I was, again, on YouTube looking for every interview that she'd ever done. Because I, I watched Suits, but I wasn't in, like, I wasn't, you know, following her like a raving fan that I am today. <laughs> um, and she talked about going on auditions all throughout LA. And I believe she had, like, a Ford Explorer, but the, um, the locks didn't work. And so she had to nonchalantly climb through the trunk every time. She had to open up the back and climb in and climb over the bench seat and then climb to her seat and hearing that she's like you know what i just i just had to keep going and i kept trying and then i kept auditioning and i kept at it and i knew what i wanted and i just i trusted that i was good at what i was doing and and i was willing to work hard and to hear that story of you know her broken down ford explorer hmm. to you know where she is and what she's wearing and who she is and what she stands for today it's just such a beautiful up-and-coming story which again we're american we love those underdog stories we had a whole, whole, whole we sure did. about that <laughs> and it's so great to you know as a person who comes out of the south as well and and recognizing some of those cultural norms that you just don't break like you just don't talk about certain things or you don't share your story or you don't do all these different things it, i think it's so courageous of her to have already walked that path where that stuff is already readily available for people and seeing her just own it. Like it is what it is. This has mm -hmm. been my life and it's really beautiful. Even yeah. I appreciated how she handled um, news coverage about her dad and the wedding. Mm -hmm. I thought that that was so Same. strong and powerful and she was so honest through it all. And I appreciate when you just own it, like what can people do to you? So owning your story is really powerful because it takes away other people's power to, to lord anything over you or to shame you or to do yeah. the different things that they could do. So I, I really love that about Megan is that she's a real person and it, yes, it even reminds me of our that. faith, you know, like how our faith is like we're real people in this world and we don't have to put it on and we don't have to, um, you know, act a certain way or be a certain way. And at the same time, the Lord still dignifies us and raises us up to positions of power. And I think that's a really cool thing, cool, cool thread in her story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. This is a harder transition because you just took it 
you just took it to the throne room. But I did. I went deep. And you want to <laughs> so go beautiful. fashion? Let's no, do it. We're oh, all the okay. things. It's We're all the things. things. It's so beautiful. It really is so beautiful. Um, but what has been your favorite outfit? I understand if you need to give a top three, if you can't pick one. Um, I definitely can't. But so why don't you go ahead and you can kick us off on outfits. Because beside okay. the wedding dress, I don't really remember much. I'm going to uh, do a little Googling while you talk. Go ahead. Okay, you do that. Okay. <clears throat> It'd be... So I oh hope we have honor. listeners on all sides of the spectrum where you're like, favorite outfit? I don't even remember a single thing she wore. It's fine. So it's I'm going fine. We'll, it. link, then... we'll link to everything in the show notes. It's fine. It's fine. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> she wore this like canary yellow dress to some function. It was sleeveless. I see it. I just Googled oh, it, guys. It is beautiful. It is so beautiful. And it just is so bright. And just, I just felt like it encapsulated her personality. I'm so. really into this hunter green or Everest green. Um, oh, the Ireland trip. Yes. Oh, the skirt and the wine yep. colored pumps and the beautiful yep. beige and long beige trench coat. That's fabulous. You know what? That was my next. That was oh, my next. it made was your the, top three. Was the green. The the deep, dark green was so beautiful. It's and stunning. Then I love when she did the beige on beige. She did like a beige, almost like a galaxy. It was a very fitting dress. Um, and then she had just like a beige trench coat over it. And I was like, Yes. 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 It's stunning. She's all about that color blocking, all about a solid color. I like it. Me too. And then she'll mix it a bit. Yeah. I'm not a fan. You know, she hardly does prints, and I'm not a fan when she does. Well, I'm not a print girl anyway. That's just my my personal fashion style. I don't really do prints. Um, Well, I live in New York, so you have to have a minimalist sort of vibe anyway. Yeah. Are you a print person, Tiffany? You all know it's funny. I buy prints and then I don't wear them. Right. I'm all, I think just my personality. I'm like, ooh, bright, shiny, lots of colors. This is great. And so I buy them. I have a closet full of prints and I wear all my solid color pieces and then mm-hmm. I just layer them. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I get wooed by the sirens. Come wear this print. But then, nope. <laughs> nope. It doesn't work out. The sirens also live in TJ Maxx, as a side note. Don't you think there's sirens in there that are just Ugh. calling you to buy things that you would never wear and normally look at ever? You know I think what? They I think they're pumping something through they the air. They are. I really do. I think they're do. pumping something through the air. I actually really believe that. <laughs> oh, I do, I do, I do. Ooh, I, do. I also am checking out her um, fabulous all-black outfit with the black cap. She's very, very pregnant. Ooh, her black yeah. bag with the tan coat. Ooh. Yeah, she wears that's a pregnancy That's a whole vibe, dress. you guys. This is a whole vibe. It is. Mm, that's beautiful. We will link to this because we know this is, might be hard to, ex- to imagine, but we, we are hoping that you have, you know, are into this because we're just, we just cannot get over it. You know, I didn't love her Fiji outfits. She had a, but she had to get something that, that had, you know, a lot of breathing room. I can understand that, but. Yeah. Okay. She those. can wear a pantsuit like no one else. That yes. black pantsuit with the pencil with the pencil legged pants, the really slim fit pants. I was digging that. Oh yeah. I'm just going back to the greens. It's honestly my favorite. It's good They're stuff beautiful. guys. Okay, so stuff. explain to us the hats, the Brits and the hats, I need to know. You know, it's just a thing. It's just mm-hmm. always been a thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, there's hat shops still. I mean, the average person doesn't wear a hat unless they're going to a wedding. Um, but that's a thing, you, always, you know, you wear a hat to a wedding, but I wouldn't say our generation per se would wear hats as often to weddings unless it said on the invitation you had need to wear a faceter, but I wouldn't. A faceter? 
Yeah. Come on, I'm fascinated. Talk to us. <laughs> tell tell us fascinated yeah, people about the faceter. I've been to a few British weddings, and everyone is wearing a hat. But again, our generation maybe not so much. But of but the okay, gotcha. you know baby boomers and above, they're all wearing the more traditional wedding attire, which is hats. But if you're going to go to like a highbrow wedding, of course everyone would be in a fascinator. Everyone would have something. But it's it's fun. I just I I love I love the whimsy of it all, and I think you know you had mentioned. The morning of the wedding, you were having tea cakes and tea mm-hmm. and all the fun things. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. My husband, the night before, went to the grocery store and bought everything to make three different kind of tea cakes. Oh, my god! And when gosh. I woke up, he had all the tea cakes, tea, some bubbles later in the day. It was it was sweet. And wouldn't you say, I think this love story, I, one, I'm like, why are we so taken with this, right, as a culture and as, as a people? Why are we so taken with this? Because... We all want a good love story to follow. We all want something yeah. so whimsical and beautiful. And in the middle of chaos and what can feel like anarchy, we had a day to celebrate love. We had a day to yes. celebrate love. And for me, it felt like I really loved the power of somebody not, you know, no one's perfect, but having this sort of very open public, I don't have a perfect life or family but yes. look what I can engage in. And I also yes. loved, of course, the spirit of reconciliation in the room where mm-hmm. you're like, man, bringing two, all these cultures together, bringing all these backgrounds together. And you could even tell, in my opinion, which could be very wrong, but in my opinion, some of the faces of people who are from the British side just being like, I don't even know what's happening right now. I don't even yeah. know how to process this. <laughs> but I loved and appreciated it because that's necessary. Yeah. You know, I think in reconciliation, you got to enter into some type of chaos. Um, and, and that's most definitely happened since they got married and at the wedding you could sort of see the signs yeah yeah <laughs> but that's the beginning you, yeah and that's how you bring it together for reconciliation there has to be a sense of chaos in the beginning because no one really knows how to do it or we don't understand or everybody has to change on all sides to come together and so for me it represented those two things really really well absolutely and again I think there's so much unconscious bias playing into 100 percent different people's understandings of who she is and what she stands for mm-hmm. but at the end of the day she's a woman with a, a beating heart who has passions and conviction and knows what she wants and she wasn't this young bride you know what no, i'm saying she like, wasn't she wasn't 22 no. fresh-faced you know she's 37 or That's 36 right. when she got married she knew what she wanted she That's knew who exactly she was right. and um and she wasn't apologizing for it and i don't yes. i think she's continuing to not apologize for who she is and yes. it's interesting right now um all the hubbub because you know traditionally when you have a baby right after you have that baby when you're you know within a few days really or i mean maybe within a day per se day day or two oh we're gonna get so much mail on this from uh from british citizens but um you know you often come out with that public picture of the baby and you're already dressed up and you got makeup on and kate middleton has done it three times now she has and um megan markle wanted to have a birth at home and not have all of the cameras and eyes on her and just have some time with the baby and I'm like yeah she's just living her life and she's not gonna do things other people's way just because it's the way it's always been done but and also that's cultural you know it's like that's how it's done in California you know people for the most part um you'll find people who want a natural birth and want time to bond and that's that's how it's taught that's what's done and so I think that's a really powerful picture too and I appreciate that she held to that conviction yeah same um, and didn't bow that pressure I love that it's good stuff. Well, listeners, we have had such a joy talking to you about Meghan Markle and especially overall, Tiffany. 
has had you such know. a joy. I'm so excited. I mean, you guys, here. I don't. I I'm think this so has made her her year. Like, <laughs> this is the moment in 2019 to remember for Tiffany. So thank you guys oh, for indulging us. <laughs> oh, I just like her. I, you know, when I here's why I, as Ashley and I both are, we are so. We so love to cheer on strong women. Yes. And we got to do that for 25 minutes right now. And we got to talk about why she is sticking it to the man and who, being who she is and owning yeah. her story yeah. on the world stage. And she's not apologizing for it. And we say yes. Yes and we amen, Megan. We love you. Yes, Megan. We love you. And so does Beyonce. Remember at the Brit Awards? Yes. She posted that picture of like the old style look, but it was Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. I was for that. It's fabulous. That was a beautiful day. All right, <laughs> listeners, we will see you next week. Bye bye. Hey, listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.